Hi, everyone. Welcome to an episode of Me, You, and Who. On today's episode, we are talking with Jackie and Caitlin, two amazing women who have formed the most magical bond through surrogacy. Caitlin and her husband have been married for almost nine years, and she is a sweet mama to her amazing son who just turned four. They love being their little tight-knit family of three, but their family grew a little more when Caitlin began her journey as a surrogate and matched with her intended mom, Jackie. Jackie resides in New York, and she knew she was always going to be a mama, and now she is to her sweet little girl. Despite being on the East Coast and Caitlin living in Washington, these powerhouse women became fast friends, and it was a joy to hear all about their journey. Please enjoy Caitlin and Jackie. Me, you, and who? Who knew it would take more than two people to have a baby? In a world where infertility is no longer a taboo topic, this podcast will take you through all the different aspects of surrogacy and egg donation through the lens of many who walk this journey in different ways. My name is Whitney Hall, and I am a two-time surrogate, now turned surrogacy coordinator for Egg Donor and Surrogate Solutions, the very agency I used when I chose to carry for two amazing families. With this podcast, it is our goal to help guide and support you as you learn about what it takes to grow a family in an alternative way, as well as hear inspiring and beautiful stories of how this path has changed lives forever. We can't wait for you to hear about just one more way happy families are created every day. So grateful to meet with you. I have been lucky enough just just to hear all of your wonderfulness and just how amazing you guys are. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for taking the time, Jackie. Especially, I know you said work was crazy, and Caitlin, I know it's been nuts for you too. So I really super appreciate you guys just taking the time to share your amazing stories. So yeah, we're happy to be here. Yeah, we are excited to share. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, well, first you guys had an amazing, successful journey. I know Jackie, how old is ever like, how old is your little sweetie? She is like three and a half months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She, she looks like she's about six months. Old. <laughs> yes. She really yes, does. She's like yeah. squishy and delicious. She really is. She's so squishy. Oh, yeah. Because of Caitlin's milk. We like to call it what? Half and half? Not half. Half. <laughs> <laughs> half sometimes. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. Squishy yeah. and delicious. She's Aww. so amazing. So oh amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm so, oh, congratulations. I'm so excited. I'm so yeah. excited. Well, okay. So before we get into just talking about just her glorious squishy self, I want to like, let's go back to the beginning. Okay. Yes. Let's travel back in time. All right. So both of you and like, please feel free to jump in. Like, well, I I guess like Caitlin, what led you to surrogacy in the first place? Like when did this even like pop into your mind? I saw an ad on Facebook and it was for a popular surrogacy agency here in the Pacific Northwest. So I did some research and I think the whole thing is, is kind of kismet what led me to it because I saw it. And then I, I worked for a mortgage loan officer and I was talking to one of our borrowers and she mentioned that she was looking into surrogacy. So I got a couple agencies from her, did my own research. 
And I just kind of fell in love with the whole, the whole idea of being able to do something. I compare it to like, you know, we played the Sims as kids and they would have these these aspirations (laughs) that you would have to achieve. And when you achieve them, their little like diamond on top of them would turn platinum. And as soon as I thought about surrogacy, I was like, that's my platinum. Like that is my life goal. That is what I want to do. And there were a lot of things that led me, led me to Jackie. There was like a bump with, a previous agency I should have known was a red flag. You know how first time surrogates mm-hmm. we just we turn into yes girls. We get so excited, mm. and really everything that like led me to Jackie is just insane. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's amazing. Okay, so much to unpack there. First of all, I like one hundred percent love like that visual of like I want like that was my platinum. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And yes, I was spent way too much time honestly. You need to with edit Sim, that so. in in the background. When she talks, oh, yeah, her little platinum, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. No, that's amazing. Okay, so yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, especially like you know, as a formal sur- as a f- former surrogate myself, like you do, you become a yes girl because you're just so excited and like you want to make those dreams happen and mm-hmm. you know just all of those things. And you said you were doing research and had an unfortunate incident with another agency. Okay. Tell me, like, tell me a little bit more, like what did research look like for you and how did you kind of like, what was that red flag? And, you know, just for other women who are thinking about doing this kind of, what are maybe some of those things that we need to look out for? Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, you know, those, those Facebook, those review groups are a cluster. I don't really know how to decipher it. I don't know what people are talking about. I wasn't in that (laughs) one at the beginning. I just YouTube surrogacy and just wanted to watch somebody's day in the life of, of being a surrogate. And the most popular video at the time, you know, I was like, well, I'll try this agency. And I applied and, you know, they, they were really nice and they were, I, I was really honest with them. I told them everything. I mean, I don't have any complications or anything crazy, and then they're like, great, well, we will send your profile out and like contact you, which I know Surrogate Solutions does it the opposite way. And I prefer mm-hmm. the way Surrogate Solutions does. Mm-hmm. And I, I matched with somebody because I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, people are nice. People will put on their best front and they yeah. were, their profile seemed okay. Didn't know what I was looking for. <clears throat> and I had a meeting with them. And, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. So I had had a meeting, I had a meeting with them and I was like, yeah, sure. Like I didn't get anything bad from them. And then a couple days go by and, um, the match coordinator is like, well, their escrow didn't fund all the way. So we found this other couple and we're ready to match you and we're ready to go. And I was like, well, can I, can I meet them for, can we talk first? And she's like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess that's fine. And I was like, okay. So. And so I did. <laughs> and then I, I matched again because I didn't know what I was doing. And I was supposed to go down for medical screening. My coordinator, we had some interesting conversations. She had told me a little bit about what she liked to do before transfer and all the stuff she liked hmm. to get out before transfer. And I was like, that's weird. But okay, whatever. <laughs> And my medical screening, my, my, sorry, my flight and my hotel was not booked and it was 24 hours to medical screening down in California. Stop. No. 
And so that was my red flag. And that was the day that I was like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Like I am, I'm sorry that like we, cause we got through psych and I'm like, I am so sorry. I was like, this is just not right. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm being taken care of and everything. And I told my husband, I was like, I'm going to wait to look at another agency again. I waited mm-hmm. a week before I <laughs> applied at surrogate solutions and I talked, <laughs> talked to Amber and everything was night and day difference. Everything has been night and day difference. I don't know. I hear other podcasts. I hear other surrogates and I'm like, wow, I like got the cream of the crop. Like this is the best agency. But yeah, oh. I'm, just, I'm really glad everything that led me to surrogate solutions. And then the previous agency, I had gotten off some medications and they weren't going to wait. They didn't care. They're like, yep, send you through whatever. But surrogate solutions was like, no, we'll wait three months. And what I, what's funny about that is I had to wait two extra months after uh-huh. I applied. And I think if I wouldn't have had to wait that two months, I would not have matched with Jackie because Jackie was with surrogate solutions for like three weeks. Yeah. And we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have matched. No. Oh my gosh. We oh my gosh. Each other. Oh, and we can't imagine that. Absolutely no, not. Yes. I can't. I can't no. imagine. It really was, it was so, oh my gosh, it was so meant to be. And I know those bumps are so hard, especially when you're going, like when you're feeling all of those like awful feelings and, you know, as you're going through something, wanting to do something so amazing, but oh my gosh, I'm so, oh, I'm so glad that that all worked out. And I'm so glad you had such an amazing experience just at the beginning of everything, especially after you had gone through everything yeah. that you went through. So, okay, Jackie, I know like you were only hanging out in matching land for like three weeks. It was like, it was amazing, but it was crazy. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Cause I, I know we like kind of give the, it can be six months to a year and, you know, mm-hmm. we take our time and Caitlin, you're right. Like we, we do things different. It's not, it's not the list. It's not your number 25 and your match with number mm-hmm. 25 or, you know, like that kind of thing. It's, we, we really do try and find the right, the right person. But, um, mm-hmm. okay. So Jackie, what was your, before you even got there, right? what led you to building your family this way? So, uh, multiple, so many steps before this. Yeah. Then surrogacy was like another big step. So basically I had decided that I was going to have a family with or without a partner at, at this point. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had froze my eggs. Yeah. Two years ago. Right. Um, but what they don't tell you when you freeze your eggs is like, it's better to freeze embryos than it is to eggs because eggs, may not work. Right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, uh, once I decided that I was going to do this, I was like, okay, we're going to give like, I'm a very, like, I know what I want and I know what I can't do. Right. Okay. I know what yeah. my limitations are, which I think is like really key going through this process as like an intended parent is like just knowing your limitations. Like mm-hmm. some women can keep going and going and going. And like, I was like, I'm doing this if this doesn't work, we're on to the next step. So that's like sure. what has kept me going. Mm. Um, I don't get caught up in like, just because it didn't work this way, it's not going to happen. I think that's like sure. a really key point that like, I feel like a lot of my friends that have gone through it or go through fertility issues, like just like get stuck in like one step and like everyone is different. There's different ways that people deal with things. But I think for me, it was just like, okay, if this doesn't work, then we're moving on to the next step. Right. So uh, I basically, my my frozen eggs didn't work. I only had, I think I only had like 
four or five. I don't even remember at this point. Mm-hmm. They didn't work. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself one round of IVF. If that doesn't work, I'm moving on to donor eggs because I'm not about to shoot myself up, spend all this money. Because to me, genetics wasn't like the end all be all. Like I yeah. didn't mm-hmm. mind. Like it's like it's not important to me. It is important to other people, but it wasn't, isn't important to me. Sure. So absolutely. Wound up not the the first round of IVF was not working and I mm-hmm. just didn't want to do another round. Like I didn't want to do another round because I didn't want to spend all that money. I didn't want to put my body through it. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm moving on to donor eggs, which is fine with me. Yeah. And I found donor eggs. It was really fast. The clinic that we worked with RMA of New York was like amazing. And oh, they mm. like, I can't recommend them enough. They're yeah. incredible. They're just oh, like, love that. It makes a difference. It really does. Huge. And I think walking into it, like I, when I first started this process, like I, I froze my eggs through NYU, but then went to RMA because of like referrals, right? A lot of sure. my friends who had gone through it worked with RMA of New York and like loved them. I also mm-hmm. think what's important for like that is I had, I was able to monitor locally. So like, I mm. think that's another key fact that was like mm-hmm. brought up to me. So went to RMA of New York with um like, they were with me the whole time through uh, the frozen eggs didn't work. Then we're going to donor eggs. So like, sure. The donor eggs made great embryos, got pregnant the first time, and then unfortunately I lost the baby. Mm, Pretty I'm late so in term. It was like a tragic, traumatic kind of loss. Oh, which gosh. I recommend anyone go to therapy right after something like that and work through it. Because Absolutely. Like, I like the day after I was like, let's go therapy because you can't keep that stuff in. Like you shouldn't keep that stuff in. So I worked through it. And I mean, like, I'm a pretty strong person, but that was like, mm. Mm -hmm. and then, and then I was going back and forth because I had, so I had made four embryos. The first, you know, I got pregnant on the first try. So I had three embryos left, but Mm -hmm. like, I said at the beginning, I knew my limitations. I just knew I wasn't like, I didn't want to go put myself through that again. I didn't want to mm. put a child through that. God forbid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like, let me look into different options. And one of my best friends was going through the surrogacy option. And I wasn't honestly even thinking about it until then. Cause I'm like, I don't want to do this again. Yeah. And I was also looking at adoption, right? And I was like, sure. again, genetics, not important to me. So let me look at both options. But then I just figured since I had embryos and like, I think it would be important, like since that would be like her sibling. I'm like, this is really mm-hmm. important. So I decided to go towards surrogacy and I did research. <laughs> Yeah, you did. Oh, yes, I did. I have an (laughs) Excel that I, and like, that's why this podcast and like telling our story is so important because, like, I don't Mm -hmm. want it to be like just the Kardashians or rich folks can do this. Like, you can do this. Like, I am a single woman. Like, you can do this. Yes. And it was like, research and research and research. And like no one close to me besides my friend who wasn't even, he had matched, but like he wasn't on a journey yet. Yeah. Um, and 
so I just did research and I think like I found that there's a lot, a lot of surrogate agencies that like want $60,000 up front and like you're still on a, a list no way. that can take nine mm. months and like you're not going to get that money back for nine months. So like, are you going to get matched or like what is, so I wound up getting linked up with a really good lawyer who was like, if you can find agencies and there are agencies that don't take your money until you're matched, work with someone like that because like that's you know, and then you go back and forth, like, okay, I don't give them money. Are they going to work for me to find a match? Like it was all this back and forth. And then there's sure. like concierge donor, like donor yeah. concierge, that concierge. Help find a surrogate. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, it's overwhelming. Just- it's so overwhelming. Because it's yes. not regulated, right? So yeah. like surrogacy is not regulated. So you're finding all these agencies. It's not like when you're trying to find an IVF clinic where like you have doctors that need to be regulated that like, so it was a whole big thing. And I wound up Mm -hmm. finding very minimal agencies that didn't take my money up front. Surrogate Mm -hmm. Solutions was one of them. And uh, I talked to Gail at first and she was lovely and amazing. And I was like, oh. And then I lo- I talked to Lauren, who was another. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my god, I love Lauren. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was so sad after my Lauren call because I am a very liberal person. Mm-hmm. I'm very liberal, and I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of surrogates are not. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of like I wanted two main things for me that was really important was like um, I was in charge of like termination if God forbid something was wrong with the baby sure. or someone's life was in danger. Like I wanted to be able to make that decision and vaccination. Right. And like, Mm -hmm. not just talking about the hype of COVID I'm talking about like some, like, I want you to take the Tdap shot. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. and some, so I was afraid that like, I was worried because the, the examples that I was sent by Gail of the surrogates that surrogate solutions had were more on the red line. And I was like, I'm never going to find someone. And then like three weeks later, Lauren emails me like, like it was like nine o'clock at night. And it was like, she's like, I found the perfect surrogate for you, but she's across the country. And I was like, what? And then like, Uh you you have to go online and like, look at the profile. And I was like, oh my God, like she could be my sister. And like, Mm -hmm. literally looked at it and I was like, okay, is it supposed to happen this fast? Because I was still like six months, (laughs) nine months. And then fast we had a zoom call and like literally after our zoom call i like emailed lauren like subject line was like i love them like oh <laughs> i think later on lauren had said that like we both did the same thing that we were just like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh my gosh I know. There, oh, jackie there's so much there's so much I there. Know. oh my gosh no <laughs> i love i love this because you you are so right because it i mean every journey is unique and there is so much out there and, you know, it's, and it's so hard to get lost in Google and Facebook. And, you know, I always say, just beware of Dr. Google and beware of Dr. Facebook. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's madness. And yes, you're right. Those examples out there are the celebrities and the sensational clickbait of, you know, the horror stories that happen and, you know, things like that. And it can be really, really hard to, to get in on, you know, just, just all of that for sure. And yes, you, you absolutely hit, you know, a high point there. Like it's not a regulated industry. There is a group, it's called seeds 
And if an agency is a member of SEEDS, there is regulations, but mm. government wise, like mm-hmm. literally you're, it's not regulated. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's every state has their laws and, and things like that, but you know, it's, it's just different. And that's definitely something to be aware of when you're doing research and things yes. like that. And, you know, oh my gosh, yes. And then poof, here comes this magic Caitlin just yeah. in your <laughs> inbox and like, Oh my gosh. And then it was just kismet from there. So at any point in time, and this is like to both of you, because, and Caitlin, I'm sure Jackie, I don't know if your research, if you did go into Facebook land, but Caitlin, I'm sure you saw, okay. So then I'm sure you both saw how a lot of times you start like the agency thing becomes so scary that people are like, well, let's just take the middleman out and Mm -hmm. do this independently. Was that ever a thought in your mind? Not for me. No, no, that's too much. That's too much work. I work full time and I'm a full time mom <laughs> and full time wife. And I like to live my life. And I was like, there's no way. Yeah, absolutely. No way. Yeah. And for me, it was, it was, I have, I don't have the time for that. And I, I would be able to do it. My type A personality. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like I needed someone who had been through that and like guide me because like, yeah. I wasn't playing with this. You know what I mean? No. Like and and surrogate solutions like is on the lesser end, like less expensive than most agencies. Yeah, we're mid level uh, for sure. I'll pay someone to like get me done the right way than like yeah. having to guess and like for something yeah. that like for for a human life, no. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. And how what was kind of your timeline between, you know, your loss and when you decided that maybe this was the route? I know you said, the, and yes to therapy. I can't like, I, I will shout it from a mountaintop. I don't care yes. who, what, where, when, like everybody should just be in therapy. I love it. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I yes. love therapy. I shout love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> what was kind of that timeline for you and how did you just kind of get through, I know you said like you, you were like, I know my limitations and I had, you had set those boundaries in place. Like what was kind of that as you were working through that? I mean, the timeline was freaking quick too. Like everything was quick here. Like the, I lost the baby in June. Mm. I matched with Caitlin in September. Oh my gosh. And Mm -hmm. I decided to go through with surrogacy. I want to say in August, like I was like, I'm doing this, but like, I don't do something just like whimsically. Like I research. Yeah. And like, I really researched adoption too. And like, it was just like, it was, it was hard. And like, I didn't want to go through the heartbreak of like, if I was someone else outside of like in a different state, they have so many timelines of like when they could change their mind about taking the baby back. And I was like, I, I, no, I can't, I can't do yeah. that right myself. Yeah. Like I, my limitation. Yeah. But yeah, it was quick. It was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, and it sounds like like you, you had all of those, those things in place. I mean, you said you, you know, single woman, your so you had your therapist, you had your friends, you had like that. Just I that yes, I don't like. I think I think what you have to really do is like not keep things inside, and like I don't, <laughs> and like I talk about things, and like I think that that is like you have to do that. You like I know so many women, like a good friend of mine, like has gone through so many losses, and like mm-hmm. if you don't go through 
if you don't get help and go through therapy, like it, you're just gonna, it's, you're gonna do it eventually because it's gonna come at you eventually. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. So it's just important for me because, like, my whole big thing was, like, I knew I was going to be a mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just was, like, that's not going to not happen. Right. And, like, like, when I was going through the law, like, that, that is not an, that's not an option, right? And, like, my friends were, like, of course not. If anyone is going to do it, you're going to do it. I'm, like, yeah. Yes. But, like, when you're going through it, I'm, like, I don't know, guys. And then, like, eventually you get to a point where you're, like, okay, you mm-hmm. got to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. Yeah. Caitlin, were, how was, you know, your experience as far as, okay, you knew you were going to be a surrogate and then just educating the people around you of like what that meant. And, you know, like, were you kind of shouting it from a mountaintop or you were like, oh, well, oh absolutely. Yes. I am like the proudest. I am one of the proudest surrogates. Oh, yeah. You'll ever meet. I am so proud. Um, no, I had an outpouring of support. My mom has always known that I I like to do, I wouldn't say outlandish things, but I like to do different things. So like when I was like, oh, I want a cloth diaper on son. She's like, interesting. Good luck with that. Or, oh, I want to go to beauty (laughs) school. She's like, interesting. Like I'm here to support you. I'm her only child. So she has always just been like rah, rah, rah on my side for for everything. Um, Oh my God. And my husband, my lovely husband, he has been so supportive of the entire thing. Um, My son was, I believe he was about to turn three at the time. Yeah. Cause we matched in September and he turned three in December. My, my, my whole work, my boss, my boss is my age. He's been so supportive. I have met like very minimal people that have been unsupportive. And if they are unsupportive, they don't live like near me. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it, and it doesn't, it doesn't break my heart because the tribe that I do have trumps everything else that could, that could be negative. And that support has continued to increase and grow. And I've been very vocal about it on my Facebook page and my Instagram and just making the connections with, with other surrogates too. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. I, you know, I open the platform for people like, ask me questions. I'm an open book. Like you're not going to offend me. And I mean, they slowly trickle in. They're like, I've been wanting to ask this for a long time, but like, what's this like? What's that like? Sure. And then all the, all people need is just a perspective shift. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, well, I would want to keep the baby. Well, perfect. You would fail psych. So don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. But, but it is a very valid question. I mean, yeah. you know, we're, we're taught from such a young age that like, you know, the, the child inside of our body, it's ours. We grow that connection with it. But I mean, from with surrogacy from the get-go, your first initial move towards surrogacy is I want to have somebody else's baby. And then yeah. from there, like every single email appointment, everything oh. is a constant reminder that like, this is something I'm doing for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. if I wanted to keep a baby, like I would have a baby myself. My life is at a perfect balance. And I mean, shout out to people who have multiple kids, but it would, it would be devastating. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I am absolutely overjoyed that I just have, that we just have our son because we're like a little gang, but yeah, the support is tremendous. You, you hit a huge thing right there. Like you're happy with your family. That's step Mm -hmm. one right there. Like you're, you're good. And then, like you said, you made that connection with Jackie, you, you, as a surrogate, you make that connection with those intended parents or parent and like, you Mm -hmm. want to see them 
Mm-hmm. Gr- like you want to see yes. that family. Grow I don't want to go through the newborn clear. phase again. Like I don't. <laughs> yes, girl. Like I know <laughs> it's beautiful. It's all. It's all so so beautiful. But like I am minus getting up in the middle of the night to pump at the beginning. It was like. I am sleeping. I am healing. Like it was yeah. really cathartic to just be able to heal by myself. Like I hate being mm-hmm. by myself, but that first morning in the hospital was, mm-hmm. was beautiful. I was by mm. myself. The daylight was streaming in. I took a shower. Like everything was so quiet and peaceful. Yeah. And it was incredible. Yeah. And then Jackie, you know, was in a couple rooms down just living her dream. Like being like, this is everything that I have, I have lived for everything that I have wanted. And yeah. So, it's oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Know what also what Caitlin was just saying is like you have to match with someone who like wants the same things, right? Yeah. Like I oh, Target Solutions does such a good job yes. of that. Mm, and like I wanted yeah. a relationship with my surrogate cuz like it's part of my kid's story, right? Like it's yes. my daughter's story that she knows everything how she got here. And like if you're not like I wanted Caitlin to be a part of her life, like moving forward, mm-hmm. not just like, you know, and I think yeah. that's really important because like there are definitely like some intended parents that don't want that. I don't know mm-hmm. why. And there mm-hmm. are some surrogates I don't want that. Right. So like I think it's like so important to make sure you're on the same page with like yes. your match. Yeah. Which is why you need yeah. an agency like surrogate solutions, because like it is so it would have been a horrible experience if we were not on the same page about things. Like, mm-hmm. and like we got mm-hmm. that out. Everything was out like at the beginning, right? Yeah. Like in our initial yeah. Zoom call, like we talked about everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Well, Jack, you're so right, and I know you had said it previously. Like, it was really important to, for you to, you know, have somebody that had similar political views and gave you the ability to, you know, like you you wanted to have agency in. Just, you know, the, if anything medical happened and like you yep. wanted to be a part of that conversation and, yep. and that's huge. And I think, you know, like it is so important. That's why, you know, I say like you're, you, it's, it's a bucket, it's not a list. And it is like, you do mm-hmm. get the ability to, you know, narrow down those big, important things, you know, like termination, vaccination, you know, mm-hmm. all of those and then some, and then you yeah. get to find out. Do we mesh? Do we gel? What does that look like? And Mm -hmm. for you guys, I mean, I know, so not only did you guys want to have that close relationship and you did, but you didn't even let geography get in the way of that. So like, yeah, you guys are on opposite ends of the country. 2,700 ish miles apart, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. What did that look like? How did that, like, how did we make this happen? We didn't mention Caitlin, like the thing that like really matched us. This is, oh, yes, what? this is our favorite thing. Well, let's Foo Fighters, yeah. Lauren oh my god, I such, love it. Like, shout out Lauren. Lauren does such a good job. I remember my first meeting with her. Mm-hmm. I picked some profiles, you know, did the one through five. What what I love about Surrogate Solutions is she we talked about it and we yeah. talked about what we really wanted. And she's like, Okay, I know you did this. Like, I know you marked these, but I know that's not what they want. I know that mm. XYZ is not what they want. She's like, I got this single mom. She's like, I'm going to put her in a few other profiles. You know, I just, I talked with her earlier. I'm listening to what you're saying. And so I looked at them and yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, Ty, my husband. I was like, Ty, she likes Foo Fighters. I'm like, I love Foo Fighters. <laughs> I was like, this is great. This is wonderful. And 
I had told Jackie in the match meeting, I was like, this really stood out to me. And she's like, I knew it. She's like, I knew the person that I would find that that's what would stick out to them. I swear, because I put in my profile, like, I love the Foo Fighters and I want to be BFF with Dave Grohl. And mm-hmm. I knew oh my in my gosh. mind, I'm like, it's going to stand out to someone. Like, I knew yeah. it. <laughs> my person, me. that's going to be it. Oh yeah. my yeah. gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's hilarious. But talk <laughs> about distance. Like, that's, like... I then like we I think what was it like at the beginning of the pregnancy we saw that Foo Fighters were coming to um, Spokane and I'm like and I worked it around my like we were supposed to go see the hospital Mm, mm -hmm. due to COVID they weren't doing tours okay so but I was like I'm coming still like anyways it wound up being like the best thing ever like we went to the Foo Fighters (laughs) together Oh my gosh, it was, that's so It was cute. like a full circle thing. It was Baby really Girl's sweet. first concert, like. <laughs> well, no, I went to a lot of concerts. <laughs> I'm trying to think about what she went to Three Doors Down. She went to Foo Fighters. She went to something else. I can't oh, yeah. remember, but music's like we knew in that her. she was gonna like yeah. music. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Jackie, your previous oh, yeah. employment history, pretty yeah. big in the music industry. Oh yeah, my gosh. She's definitely going to be a music girl. I yeah, love that. That's amazing. Apart. I think when you're like thinking, when I was thinking about like matching and that's like one of the questions, right? Like is distance mm-hmm. a factor? And to me, I was like with like technology these days, like, yeah. and I'm a big communicator and mm-hmm. so am I. we still talk every day. Yeah. <laughs> like if we don't talk every day, it's because one of us is like crazy busy, but like uh-huh. it is like, so easy nowadays to like yeah. FaceTime, like to talk. Like Caitlin would FaceTime me like most appointments. Like it's mm-hmm. not like you had to like like I felt a part of the whole journey, even if I was almost three thousand miles away. Yeah. Well, you no, you're you're exactly right. I know for so many people it's it's that they want to feel a part of it. And yes. you know, but distance doesn't necessarily have to be that factor. And Caitlin, obviously you felt so loved and cared for and so like I mean you guys were just team baby like yeah for sure yeah Yeah, me me, Jackie and Meg Meg played a huge part in just like the gel of everything but I'm also a big traveler too I I love traveling you know I I did some time in um Germany when my parents were in the air force and my parents Mm -hmm. split and I would fly to Germany as a kid by myself like so me going to New York wasn't wasn't a, a deal breaker honestly it if anything, I preferred it. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's neat. I've got a best oh. friend that lives in New Jersey too. So, you know, the journey, this journey brought me to see her too, which was so beautiful. I'm so grateful. My husband's a big New Jersey Devils fan. He got to watch mm-hmm. the New Jersey Devils play, a dream he's had for 25 years. It, oh my God. And then just, I remember meeting Jackie for the first time and I was just so excited. And everything just went so smoothly it really where did you guys was it at medical medical screening that you guys met for the first it time was on the street of new york on like what sixth <laughs> where rma was because she waited outside for me oh my gosh and we just we just jumped jumped right into it yeah. and it felt like we didn't miss a beat yeah like I it was that. like like mm-hmm. it's almost like crazy and scary to think about it because like I could only wish everyone's journey was as smooth as ours, right? Like, because it really was like, it was like meeting, we clicked, 
first transfer took like everything mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and I was prepared you got to be prepared right As you have to yes. parent, and like especially going through a loss that like things can get yeah. screwed up right so like yeah. I was ready I don't know I was like it's gonna work we're I know, going I did the things it was yeah, I mean, first, first time GC you get to kind of like, like you kind of live in like a different like land you're like oh no yeah. there's no way this isn't gonna work yeah I'm still gonna live there because everything was so good girls was st- so stay in that land yeah yeah I think to me, having a loss and like going mm-hmm. through all this, having uh-huh. Caitlin, who was like the positive force, yes. was just like, I'm like, thank you. Cause like to me, I just like, even like, I didn't like being pregnant. Like, even uh-huh. before there were issues, like, I didn't like going to ultrasounds. I didn't like, mm-hmm. it was like kind of like PTSD. And mm-hmm. I knew I would feel the same way if I went back that route. Right. And yeah. like, then I have a positive force of Caitlin that's like, also so great for my child right like she has that positive reinforcement being fed through her so it was just like and then you have someone so excited while you you know versus ptsd like i mean that is yeah i didn't go for the anatomy scan because i was like i have ptsd i can't do it like and understood and like but it like for me that was so like worth everything oh i love that i love that Mm -hmm. Did you, Jackie, did you ever struggle? I know you said pregnancy was just hard on you in general. Was it ever hard to like, okay, here's Caitlin and she's doing amazing things. And of course I knew you were grateful and excited and wonderful, but was that ever hard or were you just like, this is exactly how it needed to be? No, I was like, this was, this is great. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I was like, oh my God. What did we say, Caitlin? Like I found like the, like. Like, I definitely feel like it was the way it should have been. Yeah. 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 Everything was, was, yeah, spot yeah. on. It was not like, perfect. A, and I can see how that could be triggering for, mm-hmm. for women who have gone through yeah. that. Like, I really yeah. could, like, I see both ends of it, but like, for me, it wasn't, I was just like, my ultimate goal was to be a mother. Right. Mm-hmm. However way it came. It was going to happen. So it didn't matter if it was my genetics. didn't matter if I was carrying her. Like it was like, that was the goal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we made it and we were there. Okay. We did. I, yeah. I want to hear about delivery day. I want to oh like, gosh. oh my gosh, give me all of the things. I mean, the reason I was a surrogate in the first place is because I was just hyped to give birth to my son. I was just like, oh. yes, we're going to do it. It's going to be great. And you know what? For what it was worth, like a first time birth with my son, it was great. But we ended, we did end up doing an induction. Oh, uh-huh. I should add my OB was very supportive oh. as well through the whole thing. He would, Jackie could call during appointments. He would answer yes. any questions that she had. She would yes. say, you know, I heard this. I'm nervous about it. And he's like, nah. He's like, no, don't worry about it. She is I know, my average, okay. young, healthy. And she's like, okay. Yeah. So we scheduled an induction. And I know that's like how many centimeters you're dilated really isn't an indication of labor, but me and Jackie were a little nervous and we're like, well, you should just come up a little bit sooner. I did end up making it to an induction day, which was only three days before my technical due date. Mm -hmm. And gosh, it was, it was magical. I should add Jackie's mom, Rhonda is the most incredible person on this planet. (laughs) Hi Rhonda! We, we, we love Rhonda. <clears throat> she came out with Jackie too. They stayed at an Airbnb and, and we thought that she was going to come part. early. 
Yeah. So I again, she was going to come early. I was not missing the burp. I was like, you were not. Yeah. yeah. How far? So, so okay, far away. You're in New York. Yeah. Caitlin, you're in, in Washington. Washington. So state. Jackie, when did you, yeah, state. Yes. State. When did you get there? So I was supposed to, like, we figured two weeks early would be fine. Right. And then okay, like, yeah. she went for, she started going weekly and like, she was three centimeters dilated. And I was like, oh my God. And like, that could last for weeks, but like yeah. I, did, I was not taking the risk, right? So I'm like, Mm-mm. mom, I'm getting on a plane. So oh, yeah. we, I think we got there the last week of September. Mm-hmm. So, but it was like honestly so amazing. Like to mm-hmm. get, as soon as we got there, I felt better. But like you, we had to fly to Seattle and then drive mm-hmm. to Spokane, which is a five hour drive. And like during the whole time, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna land in Seattle, Caitlin. If you feel like you're going into labor, I'll drive overnight. Like it was yeah. funny. But but thankfully you were in Spokane for, for three weeks, which yeah. wasn't wasn't too so bad. We were hanging out. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we got induced in the morning. I mean, everything was pretty, pretty textbook, you know. Check in, here you go. The hospital that I go to is a little it's still within like the metro of the city, but it's a little out of the downtown area. So they're not as busy. So you get a lot more mm-hmm. attention, which is kind of nice. Oh, yeah, it's lovely, so, especially like coming from New York. I kept on saying, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't believe this place. Like, yeah. you don't even change rooms at this hospital, you birth oh, and recover wow. in the same room, which oh, I didn't know gosh. that that was a thing Not that standard. you didn't do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that was that, mm-hmm. that was that that was the dip, like something that was different and not yeah. the changing, but I mean. You know, they get the Pitocin in, they get it rolling. I think I was at like three and a half when they started everything. Um, they broke my water a couple hours later. I think I got the epidural around seven centimeters and things almost started to slow down. My husband mm. went for a quick walk. Jackie was over by the contraction monitor. And my husband told me this afterwards. He's like, as soon, he's like, I walked in as soon as you said, I feel a lot of pressure because yeah, then you, like, you feel, feel pressure. that pressure down there. Yeah. It yeah. was like nine hours too, from the start of Pitocin to, to delivery. It was great. My OB yes. even stayed an extra hour late to see this through. Yeah. Oh, because he was, he was my OB for the whole journey. It was great. And I mm-hmm. had asked Caitlin and the doctor if I could catch the baby. Yeah. We have it on video. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. It's literally and like right. moment not of my only life. did the doctor let me catch the baby, but like then this is when I started getting nervous. He's like, You're gonna pull her out. I'm like, What are you talking yeah, about? Jackie delivered like, her baby. I delivered her. Swear to oh god. my like, god. I was like, What? What? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, put your hands in here. And she's like, What? I'm like, what is happening? And then basically, like Caitlin was laughing at me and she laughed her out. Yes. I laughed. Yeah. Cause there was the contraction had stopped. And then my OB was, she had so much hair. So my OB was like making everybody laugh. Like, cause he was doing like little Wolverine stuff and little swirls. And I start laughing and we have this on video. He's like, no, keep making her laugh. Like she is laughing her out. Keep making her laugh. Oh my gosh. That is so dreamy. It was like, everyone in the room was like crying. It was crazy. It was mm-hmm. like, because I pull her out and then they clean her up on Caitlin. And then yeah. like, I, like, and then I cut the cord and then I put her on. Like, it was literally mm-hmm. like, what is happening here? Oh my it was, gosh. Yeah. It was, I, it was absolute magic. Everything was very textbook, very easy. You know, I, 
I did my regular labor methods, just trying yeah. to soothe myself, like lavender oil. I was getting up and moving around. My OB, when like, after he broke my water, he was watching the contraction monitor and then watching me talk and then watching it. He's like, okay, all right. He's like, I was hoping to get a wince out of you, but but no. Oh, my and, gosh. I mean, this hospital out of the world, their anesthesiologist is dedicated only to the maternity ward. So you don't have to wait mm. for like them to go around to other people. I, I was the only baby or person that had a baby that yeah. day too. Yeah. Oh my Attention. gosh. Wow. I, this couldn't have been a better journey, honestly. Yeah. <clears throat> honestly, I from just, start to finish. That's just, I mean, it, the, the thing that I keep thinking about is just Jackie, how you said Caitlin was just this excited, happy force. And then to have your baby come out with laughter. Like, oh my gosh. Oh my was, gosh. Yeah. That's just, oh, that's so magical. I like, I don't even have any other words besides yeah. just magic. Like basically whole thing. Yeah. You guys, okay. that's amazing. Okay. Yeah. So we have our gorgeous, amazing delivery day. What has it been like since? I know Caitlin, you said it was the next day was just gorgeous. You had your time and Jackie, you're with your sweet angel baby. How have things been post-delivery? You go for it, Kaylin. <laughs> they've been they've been good. No, they've been great. I'm I'm pumping. Uh, I yeah. pump a, a lot. Um, I think yeah. There's there's a lot. I think I stopped because I switched to pumping for the premium milk bank because Jackie had a certain time that she wanted to get baby to, mm-hmm. and yeah, I've got like three layers of that sitting in my new deep freezer, <laughs> but, oh but things have been, things have been really good. It's been really, it's been really nice being back to like my family of three with my husband and my son, cause we are yeah. so close, so tight knit, but then it's also so, I, I cried so much postpartum because I was like, mm. I can't believe that Jackie gets to go home with her baby and like have what we have. We have a family here. I oh, want people to have that. what I have. That's why I got in a surrogacy. I want somebody to have what I have. And so it's, I mean, it hasn't come without it's, it's normal bumps and all this. Well, know, sure. I mean, not. yeah, but we're recovering. Yeah. There's hormones. There's yeah, absolutely. Yes. I think I cried for like three weeks straight, but in the best ways yeah. possible in all the best ways possible. And mm-hmm. Jackie, I'm so, I am so lucky that she sends me pictures and videos and I've gotten like, watch her grow up and I show my husband too because my husband and her were like buds he'd like yes, he loves her. You know, yeah he loves her they are they were best best buddies and he was so good with her too and he, oh. I can't believe that all the videos he got he did so good getting videos during oh my her birth. god like he was amazing I was like think like and the memories you'll have crazy just crazy the memories you'll have I know. Oh my gosh. Caitlin, did your son meet? I I know. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Okay. So your son got to meet baby girl and Mm -hmm. awesome. Awesome. How was that? Yeah, That was important to both of us. Like, yeah, it was really important. Um, cause him and I would have talks all the time. Like the baby in the belly is not going to come home with us, which was fine with him. He didn't want to share any of his stuff. No, he's like, cool. And I was like, whose baby is this? And he's like, Jackie's baby. And I was like, and who is she going home with? And he's like, Jackie, like, duh. Of course. And so he met her and he was like, he was like, but he's still, he was still a little on the younger side. I mean, he was a couple, a couple months off from turning four. So he's still really, really young when, when all this is happening, but he's, he is understanding like what surrogacy is and and Mm -hmm. what mom did and that, you know, 
buddy, you grew in my belly, but because you, you came from me and dad and dad and I decided to have you together, like you're, you're our baby, but this is just, mommy just wanted to help somebody grow a family. Is that okay with you? Yeah, of course. Of course. Duh. See, it's all taught from home and it's all like Mm -hmm. kindness is taught from home. Couldn't have said it better myself, Jackie. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Jackie, how's it been? How's newborn life for you? Um, mate, like she's just the best thing ever. Like she is the best baby. She really is. Like she's so funny and she's just such a good, like you could tell she's just a good baby. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Like the hard part, I was worried. The only thing I was worried about the whole surrogacy was getting home. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, sure. It's hard. You're like traveling across the country with a mm-hmm. two day year old. Like that was the only thing I ever worried about in mm-hmm. the whole time. And it was actually like easier than I thought. Still hard. But you flew. Easier. You flew. You drove. Flew. I mean, I went back and forth with Caitlin. I was like, I'm going to take a train. Yeah, like, I'm- Seattle. So Seattle's about a four hour drive, and it's you have you would have to fly out of Seattle to take just a one. Like if you fly out of Spokane, it's connecting flights all day. But all if day. you fly out of Seattle, you can get a direct flight. So she drove like four and a half, five hours with stops to Seattle, then to do the, well, I see you do a lot of traveling. Yeah. And I didn't want to go up and down with her because I was uh-huh. nervous enough to go up once. And like, I have a great pediatrician who literally like, I, I, I did my research and I found a great yeah, pediatrician you did. and I talked to him about this. And like, you know, I also think it's important, like, I want my daughter treated like, like a normal delivery, like a normal, you know, and, and yes. to, uh, coming like, like my pediatrician, that was really important to me. Like, you know, knowing she's from double donors and like a surrogate, like that everything was just typical. It wasn't like out of the, out of the ordinary. And I found a great pediatrician who was just like, yeah, great. And then I was like, should I worry about her getting on a plane? Like, you know, there's COVID, there's RSV, there's freaking the flu. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, it was flu season. Yeah. yeah. But he was like, no, he's like, and like newborns have so much immunity, especially like Caitlin was like amazing and like had all of her shots and like, uh-huh. you know, like so she uh-huh. had immunity from all of that too. So yeah. it was just it, it went better than I thought, thank God. But it was still like a trek. And then like I just wanted to be like home to start my like routine. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. been great. She's like, and I have like a great family. My mother takes care of the baby while I'm working. And like mm. it's just been amazing. Like I think I knew I had the motherly instinct, but you never know, right? Like you don't mm-hmm. know until like you're in it. Like all my friends' <laughs> kids and family's kids, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like definitely like the switch is like it was there and like nowadays the baby does not go in the nursery the baby comes with you so like she yeah. was like as soon as I delivered that girl she was with me like and it was like non-stop and like I went from zero to a hundred baby mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and it's oh been my gosh yeah well, yeah I'm gonna hopefully she's up I want you guys to <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. She's so cute. She's so. Oh my gosh. Her hair is growing so much; it's like sticking up. It won't go down. I need a lot of hair. I love it. I love it. That's amazing. So, with I mean, again, just magical. That's the descriptor. I feel like just magical. And 
with everything that you guys went through and just all of it between loss and, you know, starting off with maybe not the right agency and, you know, just things like that. What would be the big advice that you would give to any potential carrier or intended parent? Um, I have many pieces of advice. Mm. <laughs> the biggest piece of advice is that like, don't give up and trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I was going to be a mother and I knew it was going to happen some way, somehow. I think like just the way yeah. that you think it's going to be when you're like 12 years old doesn't mean that's how it's going to be when you're 45. Right. So like, right. I think that like you have to trust your gut and don't give up on things and, and research, 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 research. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yes. That literally played in my head. I was like, that's what I'm going to say. Research, like listen to people's stories. Don't even just like Google, don't Facebook, listen to people's stories. Cause there's even stuff that because, uh, of course, you know, I'm going to go on to do another journey. <laughs> Tomorrow. Yay! So, I mean, there's even things, even though this was textbook imperfect, there are still things that I want to look for or include. I just got lucky with Jackie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I think you should really just listen to what other people's stories. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. have to decide what's right for you. And, and don't bend. If there's something that you that you're like, no, this is what I want. Like stand your ground, a good agency or a good match. They, you can find a way to work together. And if somebody's not willing to do that, or somebody's saying, that's not really how we do it. No, like run mm-hmm. red flag. Like, yeah. Leave. <laughs> yeah. What was your thing? What was your thing that you were like, this is, this is it. This is a make or break stand my ground. Um, I I didn't learn. I mean, it's a really hard question because first time surrogacy, you don't really learn it until until after after, after yeah. it's done. Yeah, I'll have to see. I'll have to see how my next match and everything. Goes, I like that. Honestly, yeah. I want to be like I want to work with RMA all the time. <laughs> they were amazing. You know, I I was I was listening to another podcast the other day where the clinic had not told the gal to continue her progesterone shots. Oh, God. After transfer. And oh, no. RMA would never let that happen. Or I was, I mean, even down to agency. Or your I coordinator. Had a friend, yeah, your coordinator's right. not going to let that happen. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I had another friend with, with surrogacy too. And she's like, I was like, is your, you're with an agency. You have a coordinator. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. Cause she had a failed transfer. I'm like, well, did she mm-hmm. advise you know, A, B, C, D, E, F. And she's like, no. And guess what? After her second transfer, she got pregnant. Mm. And so I just think it's hard. When you first enter the surrogacy world, you just don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And finding fellow surrogates, asking them questions, like listening to other people's stories, you, you have to, or else the world, like people will eat you up. Like you said, it's not regulated. They, they want you, you are, surrogates are highly, highly sought after. We do something that a lot of women can't do, or a lot of women don't want to do. And while those are completely fine, you know, we're, it's just a highly sought after thing. And unfortunately people can get taken advantage of. Um, well, Jackie, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was your experience as an intended parent. It's, I mean, you can so mm-hmm. easily 
be taken yeah, advantage that, of. And that's mm-hmm. why I also want to like continue to tell my story. Obviously not. Yes. Oh, like obviously because of my daughter, like she will know everything, but because I feel like now being in this world, like I definitely feel like surrogates are definitely have more of like a tribe where they can go and talk to. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, Caitlin was always like in this group, like surrogates were talking about this. I'm like the intended parent hardly talked. Right. It was like, it's kind of like, and I get it because like, in like when you're at the surrogacy stage, like you've gone through loss, you've gone through a traumatic mm-hmm. things. Right. So like, sure. Not really like a more like, I could see why surrogates talk more than intended parents, but like, I do feel like there needs to be some kind of group for like intended parents and not just on Facebook where like, not like, like someone like me who is just an average person on the street can do it. It's not just like, like I keep on saying the celebrities cause, or like, it's not a lifetime movie either where like someone's going to yes. run around, take my child. You know what I mean? Like the legal, the legal ease that has to go into this thing also, like it's mm-hmm. yes. not going to happen. Yes. Like, and I think it's those two things that like keep on getting cut up. And like, I'd love for more people like me to tell my story of like, this is like, this is an option that I wish women who wanted children 20 year, 20, 40 years ago, don't have children because there was no options for them. And now there's yeah. options. It's 2024. Like, and like these kinds of stories needs to be told. Yeah. Well, not only are there options, but there's safe, caring options right. where right. you're being seen for Jackie and not right. intended parent number 0321 or, you know, yep. like you're, you're Jackie and yep. Lauren saw you, Jackie, and you know Lauren saw you, Caitlin, yeah. and she saw Foo Fighters, and she said, "Let's go!" Like, <laughs> okay. so true. Yeah, yeah. No, you're so you're so right, and and I mean, you know, yes, in the surrogacy surrogacy groups, it is like a tribe, and I feel like intended parents. You're so right, Jackie. There's, I mean, there's so much. So many things happen for so many people to get to this point yeah. and some yeah. traumatic mm-hmm. and some just is, yeah. and you know, it can be so hard for people to be vulnerable in that way. Yes. And the more and more that it becomes less taboo and less scary and less, you know, oh, yeah. something's wrong with me or, oh, you know, whatever it right. may be, like the more people will talk about it, the less, you know, kind of scary it is just the, right. and the more mm-hmm. people are able to support yeah. each other like and I keep yeah on thinking about like even like when Gemma grows up like do you know how much you were loved to get into this world mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. know what I mean like it's so mm-hmm. like it's so opposite of like like when you're with when you're in a hetero or like a, a gay relationship and like you have a baby and then like one leaves and one doesn't or like it was, you know, like there's so many ways children come into this world now. And like mm-hmm. the way that my kid came in was like through all this like wanting and loving and like that's all mm-hmm. a kid needs, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Oh my gosh. So loved. So loved yeah. before she yeah. even knew and like who that's she what was. surrogacy yeah. is, right? Mm-hmm. Like between the surrogates and the intended parents, like the intended parents to go through this has to yeah. really want a kid and some people go through it for like upwards of a decade yes I just and I I'm grateful that mm-hmm. I found Jackie because she was so easy on me like I know <laughs> that people who 
And, yeah. you know, it didn't come without struggles. It's not a, a quantity thing. It's definitely a quality thing. But, you know, there are people who have struggled and struggled and struggled for years. And sometimes they're just a little more distant from their surrogates. And yeah. I, I commend Jackie's just ability to get back up on that horse and go to it and still like want that connection with me. And I know that there's there's space in between because people don't want to get close to their surrogates, but you know, Jackie, Jackie took a risk and I am so grateful. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jackie, you said it earlier, you know, you, you, that was a priority for you was to have that close relationship with Caitlin. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's, everybody's journey is different. There's room for whatever that looks like for everybody. And I think that that's what, you know, Lauren and Meg and, and just everybody tries to do is find those people for each other. And, you know, it's, and you guys had just, you found one another and it was just that, it was that magic. Yeah. Through and through, like Gemma was meant to be here. Yes. Oh gosh. Yes. Really meant to be here. Cause like, I was like, like, I think about this too. Like if I, if my pregnancy was fine and like I had a kid, like I, I wasn't going to get pregnant again. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and like she would have, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay. Well, I want to honor your time, but I do have one last fun, silly question. So for anybody who knows me, I have a very codependent relationship on coffee. And here we are in the afternoon and she's on cup number. I don't even want to say, but what filled your cup this morning? It can be figuratively. It can be literally silly. What, just whatever. What filled your cup this morning? I am going to say, um, Gemma laughing. Of course. She, I know. And mind you, I heard a little laugh like a week or so ago. And then my my mother heard laughing and I was like, don't even tell me that. Cause I was at work. And then this morning she laughed for both of us. So Billeth. Yes. Oh my God. And it's the best sound ever. What made her laugh? She loves being on the changing table. Like she loves it. it. She kicks her. (laughs) She loves it. Like, I don't know what it is about the changing table, but she loves it. And like, we talked to her on there and like, sure. and like, oh, and she's also been like kissing. Like, oh. but like sometimes she gets a little angry and she'll like eat my face, but like she aggressive yeah. kisses. I'm like, this is early <laughs> for this, huh? <laughs> yeah. The, uh, well, the laughing yeah. we knew was going to happen. That yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Caitlin, what filled your cup? Well, mine's always full of water because pumping. Oh, good job, girl. Good job. Yes. Honestly, I was just really looking forward to this podcast, being on this podcast. I I definitely am a a serial listener um, of all things. I I just can't get enough of it because I still try to process like, is this even real life? Like, did this really happen? So I was just really, really happy to be here and really happy to share our story because you know, I, I hope that it, somebody hears it and it's just a, a glimmer of hope for them because I know that all journeys don't go this this smoothly, this perfectly. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I think that no matter what would have happened, Jackie and I would have would have seen it through and stuck it out. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Mm, I love that. I yeah. love that. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, w- you like, were- I would love, honestly, like I know Caitlin's probably I'm speaking for Caitlin, but like if anyone has questions, like I would love to talk to anyone who has any questions mm-hmm. or like any Absolutely. kind of advice that they need or anything. Yeah. Because, like, and I tell this to all my friends too, like 
don't go through it alone. And like, there are people out there that could help you. And like, I want my Excel worksheet to go somewhere. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. That sounds like treasure. Other than me (laughs) to be able to look at and be like, Oh my gosh. Yes. No, that sounds like a, just a a treasure trove right there of just all of the things. And yeah, no, I I love Excel. I can't work it, but I love it. (laughs) Love a good Google doc. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And do you want me to see if she's up? Let me see if she's up. Yeah, let's see her. Let's see her. (laughs) She's sleeping. Oh, she's Look how big. Look at all that hair. Oh my Look at her cheeks. Her cheeks are what kill me every single time. I was just about to say she's so delicious. Oh, this hair is getting longer and longer and longer. I think she's going to have curly hair because the way we it sticks to, up off her head. All of mine, we would do sprouts. That's what we called it. The little. Oh, oh my goodness, mama. My baby. Sweet Jane. Oh. Hi, Jemmy. Ginger. She's Angel like, no, nap time. No, no, it's nap time. Oh, you, you snug up there. You snug oh, up there. Oh, she is the biggest baby. snuggle butt. Oh, I love what it. What are you doing? She wants to make this for somebody. Like, look, look at this. Like, look at that. Look at it. Look and at I'm glad that. it's there. I'm glad it's there, and I get to watch it. And you get to watch. Yes, I'm like, oh, I love that for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I couldn't want anything else. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Look at her. Oh, oh she's the best baby. Oh, and look at that mama glow. She's she's got oh, it. Oh, she glows. Look at that. Oh, oh, she my baby. baby. Look at that hair, baby. <laughs> gosh, you don't know me from Adam, but you know, yeah. There, yeah. There's your sweet Caitlin. Yes. Hey, oh baby. my goodness. <gasps> look at these. Are you smiling? Yeah, I saw that smile. Look at those cheeks. You guys, I I cannot thank you enough. I really can't. I just, I'm so excited just for you and your story and to be able to share this with so many people. And I'm just so excited for you guys in general. I mean, magic, magic. It just, that's what it was. It was magic. That's what it is. It's magic. And I'm so happy for you guys. So in this beautiful interview with Jackie and Caitlin, it was mentioned that the surrogacy industry isn't regulated. So let's delve into that crucial aspect of surrogacy just a little bit more. This statement, it's true. Surrogacy is not overly regulated at the federal or even state levels, except for a handful of parentage parentage laws and in New York, which does have specific laws in place. But when it comes to navigating the complex landscape of surrogacy, it's vital to do your own research and ask the right questions. Reviews and online communities can provide valuable insight, but nothing beats the firsthand experience of talking to surrogacy agencies and understanding their experience, policies, and procedures. It's about making informed choices that align with your values and expectations. Speaking of standards and best practices, there is an organization making strides in bringing ethical behavior to the forefront of third-party reproduction. Seeds Ethics, a nonprofit organization founded by a group of egg donation and surrogacy agencies. Their mission is to define and promote ethical behavior among all parties involved in third-party reproduction. What sets SEEDS apart is its commitment to creating guidelines for best practices in the industry. 
These guidelines help ensure transparency, fairness, and ethical conduct throughout the surrogacy and egg donation journeys. And guess what? Our very own executive director, Katie Inclade, is on the board of the directors at Seeds. Now, for our listeners who want to explore this further, I really encourage you to visit seedsethics.org. There you can find a wealth of information about Seeds, their mission, and the standards they've set for ethical behavior in the surrogacy field. When agencies and professionals agree to conduct themselves in line with these standards, they are members of SEEDS and it provides an extra level of peace for families. So as you embark on your surrogacy journey, remember that knowledge is power. Take the time to research, ask questions, and lean on resources like SEEDS to guide you through your ethical landscape of surrogacy. That's all for today. Thank you guys so much. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Me, You, and Who podcast. We appreciate your time and hope you enjoyed our discussion today. As we wrap, we would like to remind you of some of the ways to stay connected with us and be part of the Me, You, and Who podcast community. Firstly, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and can stay up to date with our latest content. But that's not all. We also have an exciting YouTube channel where we share some bonus content, behind the scenes glimpses, and video versions of our episodes. Head over to your YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button there as well. And don't forget to click the notification bell so you'll be the first to know when the the new episodes go live. For more exclusive updates, engaging discussions, and a chance to connect with fellow listeners, be sure to follow us on our social media accounts. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at at EggDonor and at Surrogate Solutions. As a friendly reminder, the podcast is made possible by EggDonor and Surrogate Solutions. If you're interested in creating a happy family, visit www.createahappyfamily.com to learn more information. Again, thank you for being part of the Me, You, and Who community. Your support means the world to us. Until next time, stay curious, stay engaged, and join us next time as we share journeys of creating happy families.